As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Have you been exploring your spirituality and learning more about yourself? And now you're ready to take bold, positive action. Are you seeking clarity about what is really blocking you from your greatest potential? Do you feel like you're so close to a breakthrough, but you can't figure out why you continue to feel stuck at the same level? Join us now for Real Talk with Joyce and Jennifer, two transformational coaches who are eager to share all they've learned over the many years they've each been working with clients, helping them create the life they want. Joyce and Jennifer both have extensive, diverse backgrounds in the art of conscious transformation, and they are here to help you. So tune in now for the insight and tools you need to consciously live, work, and play so that you can live the life you most deeply long to experience. Hi, it's Joyce here. Welcome to Real Talk with Joyce and Jennifer. I'm a transformational coach, life purpose facilitator, and retreat leader who guides women to find clarity and purpose in times of transition, change, loss, and transformation to live their most authentic and courageous life. Hello, everyone. It's Jennifer, and I'm also a transformational coach, facilitator, and consultant. And I transform the mentality of leaders so that their entire staff and corporate culture can shift toward higher purpose. But most importantly, as we all know, I'm a mom. So, Joyce, it's a new year, and we are mm -hmm. off to some start. <laughs> I are. didn't watch the Golden Globes this year. <laughs> I think I went to bed, but um, I did watch the video clip of Oprah's acceptance speech, and it is every bit worthy of watching if our, some of our listeners haven't seen it. Have you seen it, Joyce? I did. I watched all the Golden Globes and, yeah. and Oprah's speech. Yes, I did. Fabulous. Yeah. It's just riveting. Yeah, it's a truly incredible speech. Uh, she speaks what most of us, I think, as women have felt for a long time and are feeling really strongly right now. And um, she illustrated it with such powerful stories. And I don't know if this caught your attention or not, but about midway through her speech, she encouraged and committed women to tell their stories. And I know that's you and, what you and I do here. And so selfishly, of course, I thought, thank you, Oprah. <laughs> it's like getting validation mm. from Oprah. <laughs> there have been 
so many times when I have second-guessed the importance of telling my stories because I do it so often. You know, I'll get that voice in my head that says, really? Like, who cares about your life? (laughs) (laughs) And yet I know that it isn't whether or not my story is dramatic or riveting. Lord knows there are billions of women out there with more incredible stories than mine. But as Oprah alluded to it, it's just time for all of us to come out from hiding and mm-hmm. share what we, where we've been and where we want to go. There's power in numbers. And right now we are witnessing a monumental women's mm-hmm. movement. And her speech, I think, just kind of solidified that. And, you know, one of the parts I also loved about it, I mean, I just loved everything about it, quite honestly, but she also included men. You know, toward the end, she was referring to some of the men in the audience as phenomenal and asking them to start listening. And I think that is so crucial right now because we don't want the Me Too movement along with all these insane delusional politics to conjure up mass rage, right? Do I want a bunch of angry women and then causing a bunch of angry men? (laughs) But we do want, (laughs) at least I do, we want to use the sobering reality of both of those things, the Me Too movement and the politics right now, to cause both genders to stand up in our true power, which does require men to listen more, and it does require women to speak up more. We need to recognize the injustices that are playing out right now in front of our very eyes. And we also, all of us, no matter gender, race, religion, background, we all need to restore balance in our society. Anyway, I just thought it was an an extraordinary way to kick off the new year. So anyway, for those listeners who haven't seen it yet, which there probably are very few, (laughs) I would encourage you (laughs) to go Google it and watch the whole thing. It's awesome. I don't know if you had anything Mm -hmm. to add to that, Joyce, but... Well, I think you did a great job in describing it, but I just, while I was watching it, um, I just really felt that uh, there had been a uh, really dramatic change that had just taken place in front of me and that any woman who was watching that had to feel that we'd actually moved energetically to another space, we'll say, to another way of being, and that women have, have just decided to support each other and stand up and create not only for that particular industry of Hollywood, but bringing the other women on, um, um, the celebrities bringing each one of them, bring on a woman in another area of, of work where uh, they're, we're having also sexual assaults and all kinds of issues and money issues. Uh, that would be women from in the industry of food where um and there was a representative there who was incredible who talked about women and what they had to go through as serving people and um you know the just what they had to go through for to get paid that you know there's no base salary that's standard and so basically they're begging for tips you know having to be nice to people when you don't necessarily need to be nice to people and you know who are saying something to you, flirtatious, or being sexual towards you. So also in every other industry, what I liked, because it can't just be one industry. It just can't be Hollywood where right. a lot of power is. It's got to be throughout all these different areas where women are working, where they are having they are having sexual assault issues and, and, and verbalization. So 
for all of that, uh, all I can say is it was a beautiful, beautiful evening with gorgeous clothes. I loved all the pins. It says time, time's up, uh, over. And um, I just really felt honored that I could watch this and know that this was the start of something really big this year. So, yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah. Pretty great. Yeah, and so, I, well, I love how, you know, she's yeah. taking – so I was just going to say, I just love how she's using her power of, you know, position of power to influence. And, yeah. you know, like you said, all these people who aren't in the Hollywood industry, she's representing those voices. Uh, and I think that that is also just outside of the Me Too movement. I think that's a really important message to send through her actions that that's true leadership. It's not just mm-hmm. vocalizing on behalf of your industry. It's vocalizing on behalf of people. So I love that you brought all that up about, you know, the more common people and how mm-hmm. this is affecting them yep. and that they Absolutely. did honor that. I think that's huge. So anyway, okay, let's get on I with the show. Go huge, on, yeah. Joyce. I'm sorry I interrupted you. <laughs> I just have to say, and of course, <laughs> the idea that Oprah would be president is like, oh, my God. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen, but <laughs> I, I just thought, what would we all be doing? We'd all be meditating and doing intentions <laughs> I mean, we would change a world, man. Would we change a world if Oprah was the president? I mean, come on. But oh it's my at least gosh. a wonderful thought. <laughs> it would be like another yeah, world, right? You know, if we had somebody like that. If we Listen. even had a person, somebody was just a little bit like that. So anyway, on from daydreaming here to yeah. um, to the reality of where we still are in the world. Well, but, I think, you know, the old saying so, goes, Listen, if Donald mm-hmm. Trump can do it. <laughs> That's right. Said, well, you know, before you, you, you know, before we dismiss it completely as not realistic, I mean, who would have thought we would sit, be sitting in this reality? Anyway, okay, That's right. yeah, okay. So we're moving on to our subject today, which is our topic: uh, say yes to you in the new year. And so, I'm going to start uh, with a statement that I really like from Richard Branson. Um, he says. If someone offers you an amazing opportunity to do something and you're not sure you can do it, say yes, then learn how to do it later. And I think you and I know this well. <laughs> we have been in many opportunities where we did not really know what the heck we were doing. And so, um, so you know, when was the last time that you said yes with conviction, excitement, passion, or even risk? In life, there there are there are those of us who dare and those of us who try our best not to get ourselves into any situation that requires us to be uncomfortable in any way. We all know people like that. Saying no thank you to new experiences is the easiest way out of learning anything from life that you do not already know. It may sometimes be safe to say no but it is hardly ever a great learning experience. And I want to share a story that appears one way, but turned out to be another way about saying yes. So years ago, when I first moved, like in the 80, 1980, I moved to New York City, and I was working as a clinical nurse director at the VA hospital um, during the day, and at night I would go out to clubs and listen to jazz because that was part of the reason I was there. So jazz was and still is a passion in my life. And as I said, it was really 
part of the decision uh, to move to New York because it was such a jazz scene then. So I had, uh, in Atlanta, I had co-directed a jazz organization here. Um, and so New York was sort of the next obvious jazz city for me to live in. So not long after I moved to New York, I met a lot of different friends, obviously, who loved jazz. And one of them was a DJ on a well-known jazz station, uh, a show. And we met and came up with an idea for working with several airlines to bring people from around the world into New York to go behind the scenes to meet and greet musicians. So, you know, it was a great idea. Oh, yes, it really was. <laughs> so neither of us knew much about business. This was really when I was starting out. It was probably the first uh, – it was the first business I had, was taking a run at. So we set up an appointment to meet with Lufthansa Airlines, which is the cream of the cream, beautiful airline company uh, the, out of Germany, to present our ideas. So we pulled together a handmade brochure with uh, literally cut-out art and pictures. Remember that uh, computers were just coming in in the 80s in New York. Later on, I had one, but not when I moved there. I didn't have a computer. So, you know, it looked really unprofessional and childlike what we walked into Lufthansa with. And so we met with a woman who was doing, she was a uh, special projects for Lufthansa and told her what we wanted to do. And we showed her the brochure and so she proceeded to say, well, the brochure, you got to improve on this. I can't present anything like this to the people who might approve this, but I really do like your ideas. So I thought I was going, that this was really great. So that was one of, as I said, that was one of my first projects that this project did not really take off for many reasons. So she loved our ideas, and uh, but we weren't really ready to walk in there, but we did it anyway. We weren't ready from anything you've heard about me. I was not ready to walk into a corporation and present an idea, but I did. So out of this whole process, I learned a lot about the person I had partnered with who signed the contract, who later signed the contract and implemented the project by himself and flew to Germany to meet with the airline without telling me. So, wow, you know, I felt that was really a betrayal and it certainly was a real learning curve for me. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Me, heading out, going out of the stable for the first time. So years later, and, and not long after that, you know, even though this project did not work for me at the time, you know, it led me to a business that I started in event management that was really highly successful. 
and it included jazz programs in my programs, and they were very successful. So even though I said yes, and the pro and the project did not happen at that time, saying yes helped me to continue to say yes to projects that did manifest. So saying yes to ideas, projects, and adventures can lead you down a path you would never be on if you did not take the chance to say yes for yourself, what you wanted. So I love the idea that I was free enough and willing enough to say yes to life adventures. And I want to keep saying yes to me and my life now. So, you know, real life to me is like a jazz improv. Life can change up quickly. Your conscious lifestyle on steroids. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Host your show on IOM FM, the radio network of Ohm Times Media, one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community, and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of Ohm Times. Hosting a show on IOM FM immediately connects you with our extensive, dedicated community. More than 24 million Americans have an autoimmune disorder, and that number continues to grow. I'm Sharon Saylor, and I'm one of those 24 million. To put that number in perspective, cancer affects about 9 million and heart disease up to 22 million. That's why I've brought together top experts and those thriving regardless of their diagnosis to bring you the latest, most up-to-date information. Join me, Sharon Saylor, Friday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, for the Autoimmune Hour on Life Interrupted Radio to find out how to live your life uninterrupted. Have you or someone you love ever experienced a major loss? The kind of loss so cataclysmic that it divided life into before and after. The death of a beloved person or pet, the loss of a job, a health challenge, can leave us feeling empty, lost, alone, wondering if we'll ever feel joy again. Loss is universal. Grief is part of the human condition. But in our modern world, we've lost the ability to understand, share, and integrate our grief. We're expected to grieve privately and quickly get over it. This February 23rd through 25th, the Atlanta Grief and Loss Center will be hosting a retreat that will allow you to fully feel, integrate, and catalyze your grief. Our retreat is called Heartbroken Open, Grief as a Sacred Path to Renewal and Rebirth. If you are grieving, or if you work with clients who are grieving, you'll find more information about this powerful retreat at atlantagriefandlosscenter.com slash retreats, or call 404-881-1322. America's wild mustangs need our support more than ever. If you believe in the preservation of our iconic wild mustangs and our wild places, now and for future generations, we invite you to walk with Wild Love Preserve. Founded in 2010, nonprofit Wild Love Preserve has pioneered an innovative model in wild horse conservation, which has garnered national attention and is serving as a framework in the West. As a unique legacy project, Kindness, mutual respect, science, and education drive Wild Love Preserve's mission to protect and preserve Western wild horses in their native habitats and nurture the legacy of respective indigenous ecosystems as an interconnected whole for future generations to equally treasure and nurture. Thank you for your action and for having a positive impact on our lasting wildness. Together, 
we succeed on behalf of our greater good and collective well-being. As a charitable nonprofit, Wild Love Preserve relies on donations and grants to fund our operations in central Idaho. Thank you for considering a tax-deductible donation to Wild Love Preserve. Please visit wildlovepreserve.org to learn more. Well, welcome back. You know, I keep laughing when I think about the quote you used, Joyce, because as as our listeners can tell, we we're new at this podcast thing, and uh, sometimes we have technical issues. But you know, um, I do think it's an interesting timing for the topic that we chose for today: saying yes to you in the new year. Because yesterday, I sent out the Universal Abundance newsletter, and for those of you who don't know, I have two businesses. And the one I talk about most here on the radio is JMAC Consulting, which is a business that works with businesses when there is a big need for change. And we primarily do cultural change consulting, but it also includes leadership development trainings, organizational development, and so forth. But the other business is Universal Abundance, Inc., which provides empowerment coaching for individuals and products like journals, CDs, workbooks, and so forth. So I write articles for each Universal Abundance newsletter that tells personal and oftentimes very vulnerable stories, which is why I appreciated Oprah's comments, of course. Uh, sometimes I need a, a bigger nudge, like something from Oprah. Not that I need anyone's approval necessarily. I've kind of outgrown that, but sometimes I just need a little nudge to keep me going with it. And uh, so yesterday's article was about making a commitment to you this year, which goes right along with our theme today. And basically, I told the story about how many years ago I was addicted. It makes me laugh out loud when I say it, but I truly was addicted to cigarettes and beer. <laughs> I just think it's so funny to say that out loud, but I was. Um, and so I, I have since replaced those substances <laughs> with dumbbells and barbell weights and a pull-up bar. <laughs> So I guess you could say I am now addicted to wellness and fitness today. <laughs> but that did not happen overnight. And I think that's one of the reasons that sometimes we just don't see our resolutions through is that we don't have the patience or we just think, ah, oh, it's, it's going to take too long or whatever. So my story, you know, it was it was about the commitment that I made three years ago under challenging circumstances that would have made it very easy to say no. Now is not the time to try to take on a new routine. It was three years ago when I said yes instead. And so it may not look like the right time sometimes when we're, we know we need to make a change, right? It just may not because at the time I was, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I was struggling on so many levels um, in my personal life because of different diagnoses and, and so forth and, and uh, the financial issues that came on the heels of those. Um, so it it certainly seemed like well that would be an odd time I had it, I had my hands full with things that I just needed to do, but I just decided that if I didn't change, I was going to be held hostage inside of my own body for the remainder of my life. How much chronic illness can keep emerging from within my body until I'm ready to take greater control of my physical destiny? Now, I wasn't sitting there drinking beer and smoking cigarettes three years ago, and, and you know, that was kind of many years ago when that addiction was really hot and heavy. <laughs> but there was a, a, still a big gap in my behavior that I needed to shore up and get to a healthier state. 
And so it doesn't seem like rocket science, but we all know how hard it is to make a conscious commitment to changing a lifestyle behavior. And we all know that it's even harder to stick to it, but I did. And today I am astounded at how strong and healthy I've become. And so when someone makes a comment at the gym about me being a badass or something like that, <laughs> and I know they don't know my backstory, it's challenging for me to hold back the tears because only I know where I've been and how weak I once was. And my message from all that is just to say to you, our listeners, sometimes in order to say yes to yourself, you first have to say no. No, I'm no longer willing to spend my Friday night drinking beer and smoking cigarettes. No, I'm no longer willing to feel this lousy. No, I'm no longer willing to cave to the pressures of my family and friends who don't understand my sudden change of heart. And then the yes comes easier. Once you become conscious of the power that the addiction has over you, whether it's simply your brain telling you, oh, what the heck, it's only one evening out. You deserve it. You should have this beer. You haven't seen your friend in a long time. This is what you enjoy. <laughs> so whether it's your brain doing that or your family taunting you with the, what's this new diet you're doing? Why are you working so hard with those weights? What, why are you running? Have you lost your mind? <laughs> I got all these things, by the way. Um, <laughs> know that these comments are going to come at you hard. The second you do say yes to yourself and your well-being, they are. They are going to come at you hard. But when you know that they're coming, you can be prepared for it. You can have your answer ready. You can say, I would love to catch up with you. Can we get together Sunday afternoon over coffee instead? Or to your family, I know it seems weird because we were never into fitness, but I, for one, am tired of being sick and tired. You aren't fighting them. You're not being defensive. You're simply taking control of your own mind and your well-being. And so that was kind of like the message of yesterday's newsletter, which I thought seemed so timely with the topic that we chose for today. Um, and I didn't necessarily plan that, though maybe if I were better at this, I would. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I've illustrated some of this. But, Joyce, why do we fail to say yes to ourselves and our health and happiness? Why do we keep doing that? I'll tell you, what a great question and a critical one. So, you know, some of the reasons I think and that I've found from my clients is, number one, we're terrified we're going to make a mistake. We'd rather live small and safe. So many people never do anything out of the box. They never say yes. Sometimes they say maybe, but mainly they say no thanks. I don't think I'd like to do that. They go to the same places for vacation. They socialize with the same people. They eat in the same restaurants. They wear the same clothes. And your life becomes very mundane, very ordinary, and nothing new passing through the brain to make any changes. Also, I think um, people live a life for someone else, not themselves. And we talked about this with regrets last week. It's, it's most people follow a path in life they think is for themselves when they're really just living for the approval and a good opinion of other people. You know, like money, power, fame, keeps up, keep up with the Joneses, family expectations. In other ways, we seek to validate ourselves. It's just a way of garnering recognition from other people. You know, life's too short to not live for yourself first. Your friends, family, and cohorts may or may not accept the life you want to lead, but doing so is still what you must do if you want to be happy. That is just it. So 
another quote that I really liked from um, Mark Twain, I think. Mark Twain, yes. It goes, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things that you didn't do than by the ones you did do. So throw off the bow lines, sail away from safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream, discover. I love that. I love that idea. Mm -hmm. And the, you know, another concept of why people don't, why they don't say yes to themselves is we really don't believe that we can have or deserve what we want. And that's probably at the roots of why we really don't. So, you know, we have a lifetime of, people maybe have a lifetime of unproductive, self-limiting thoughts and behaviors that unconsciously tells us no. We live in the past and repeat the same thoughts over and over. And it's impossible to live the life of your dreams if you live in the past and focus on regrets. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So try saying no out loud or in your mind. How does that feel? Then say yes. So yes feels great. No has no energy to it. Just hear the difference of those two words. So which one feels better? Of course, yes does. So open your heart more and, and this will draw you more into the world that you want to be in. So saying yes to some part of your life, to a condition, to a situation, to a relationship, to your history or personality, or just something happening inside of your own mind does not necessarily mean that you like it. You can say yes to pain. Yes, this is what's going on today. Yes, I have pain. To sorrow. To the things that aren't going well for you or others. Your yes means that you, ex that you accept the fact as they are. Not that you want it to stay that way. That you are not resisting them emotionally, even if you're trying with all your might to change them. This will usually bring some peace and will help your actions to take some more, to be more effective just by saying, yes, this is what is real. This is what's happening in my life right now. So, Jennifer, what do you think so many people don't say yes to life? You know, in a word, if I had to simplify it all the way down to one word, I would say addiction. I know that sounds weird because I was talking mm. about beer and cigarettes, but <laughs> we usually <laughs> only consider this concept in context to substance abuse, really. But when you start to understand the dynamics of the brain and what limits us, 
you'll quickly see that our neurological wiring is invested in our comfort zone, which is usually anything but comfortable. Our comfort zone is often defined by predictability. And though one of the greatest inevitabilities in life is change, our brains and the neural wiring within loathe change, right? We reject it. The brain mm -hmm. just truly rejects it. <laughs> our brain is like a computer. It's sophisticated, hardwired, and it runs on an operational system. The brain doesn't have judgment. You know, it, it runs on whatever software has been downloaded. <laughs> so if right. you, like many, have been wired to please others, your brain will convince you to prioritize that over your own needs. And if you look back on your life, you'll see that pattern quite clearly. So with many clients, I like to take them all the way back to their birth and even some prenatal context to show where the wiring began. It isn't as though you just woke up as an adult one day and decided you aren't worth health and happiness. This was a lifelong journey that brought you to this point where you now get to make a conscious choice as to whether or not you are going to continue to give your brain and your neural wiring that much power over your health and happiness. So I use the word addiction because I really do believe that our brain is operating from our belief systems on a physiological level, just like it would if a substance were involved, even if it's not. I believe that if there is substance abuse in your life, that's the byproduct of an addiction to a self-abusive belief system. So the drug of choice came as a means to pacify or cope with that belief, right? If I don't love myself, if I don't think I'm worthy of something, as you talked about before, Joyce, you know, then all these things start caving in and either life falls apart and we need a drug to cope with it or we use a drug as a, a crutch, you know, to give us pleasure like I did. But at a fundamental physiological level, we are all addicts because of those belief systems. And today, just putting that fact on the table gives us a choice. Now we are conscious of this. We get to choose. Today we become conscious, and instead of playing victim, we make a choice and a commitment to that choice. Do we want to start developing a new neural pathway that support our health and happiness? Or do we want to continue to allow the old neural pathways to dictate our lower quality of life? That's what it comes down to. And I think that's why I just said let's just, I'm just going to put the word addiction. That's the reason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and that probably depends on how addicted your brain is to seeking others' approval over your own or to allowing pleasure to be more important than happiness or to whatever your belief system is that holds you back. Once those types of decisions are made, then we create the game plan, right? I think the reason why so many New Year's resolutions fail is because we pick a behavior that we want to change and create a game plan without ever first understanding the lay of the land inside of our minds, all the obstacles, all the things that are going to come at us, and we're not prepared. So some belief and behavior addictions are bigger than we are and need stronger interventions than simply saying, I'm going to do this. And then you plan and you execute accordingly and more productively. It's really all about understanding yourself first instead of simply putting big pressures on yourself to change. And, you know, you and I, Joyce, we've covered a lot of this ground in previous discussions. So I, I encourage listeners to go back. And if you haven't listened to some of our podcasts on happiness and beliefs and, and you know, creating the vision and, and that type of thing, please do so because there are a lot of tips and tools in there all about this. 
so for now, Joyce, though, what are some simple starting points for mm-hmm. saying yes to our lives right now? Yeah, well, there, you know, you've got to do something to start or you'll never be, you'll just be, like you said, you just keep thinking about it. And before you know it, it's July and you're still right there in the same spot you are thinking about it, but you never do. So I think um, do something for yourself. Decide you're worthy of it. Start by saying yes to something you like, then yes to something neutral. So both of these are probably easy or easier anyway. Then say yes to something you you would not normally say yes to that is a gift for you. Like going to a spa day, buying an outfit that you love but you would never buy for yourself because you just think you're not worthy of wearing it or you couldn't wear it. Or, or hiring a trainer for your body so you can work out. You know, you have to push out a little bit. Uh, you can't just stay in the ordinary and try to make change. It just sort of goes back to Jennifer and our stories about being very uncomfortable, being very uncomfortable when I walked into Lufthansa. What am I doing here? You know, but I'm going out saying yes because I believe in myself. There's a part in me that believes. And so that part has to get stronger in you. So we'll be right back and talk some more about ways to say yes to yourself. Free your mind with Ohm Times Radio, IOM FM. Change and growth are part of natural life and also part of your spiritual life. Everyone needs support and guidance, especially during life passages. Upgrade yourself with the Ohm Times Experts program. With Ohm Times Experts, you have access to the best intuitive coaches, spiritual teachers, counselors, astrologists, and oracles. Our team was carefully selected so you can trust. Find out more at experts.ohmtimes.com. Depleted by the rat race? Depressed by the attitudes of the human race? The book Honor explains why and how to transform your life from confusion and heartache to one that you most authentically desire. Join Ohm Times Radio host Jennifer McKenna Weinbaum as she takes you on her journey from her darkest period to her happiest and healthiest life. Entertaining, enlightening, honor will help you find and maintain the love and light in your own life. Visit www.universalabundance.com to pre-order your copy. Hello, I'm Lisa Berry. Join me every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for Light on Living, a chance to see new. Hear different and feel more as I shine the spotlight on all the ways to lighten the load of life's challenges. Light on Living is your link to that new way you're looking for, that new understanding that will enhance your life, and that positive connection that will support your growth. So join me and you'll gain insight and start to see things in a new way that motivates you. Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand. People think that having someone who will listen makes it better. I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I think that having someone who will listen makes it better. People understand. 
No one can get me to use drugs. My life changed because someone was there to listen. Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to turn addiction around. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back. So let's continue. We're talking about how do we start to say yes to us, to our life. And so the, the, one of the next uh, ways is really to learn how to say no. And Jennifer talked a little bit about this. So, you know, start small by finding something small to say no to and say it firmly and politely, yet mean it. You'll be surprised. The world will not collapse around you. People rarely take offense or those who, who do aren't really worth the have in your life. Saying no really helps build self-esteem to feel good about setting limits. I think if you can't say no, you're not going to be able to say yes too much in life because you just feel too bad about yourself. And the other thing is to ask for what you want. Remember that no one can read your mind. If you feel that you do that you do a lot for others, but they don't do anything for you, it may be because you're not clearly expressing your needs or desires. You should not assume others know what you're feeling or what you want. It's also not another person's responsibility to meet your needs. If you have not clearly spoken about what those needs are, be honest and express what you want. Or if there's a decision being made, openly share your perspective. Yeah, those are so good, Joyce. Really, really good. And these simple steps may not be easy at first. But if you do, as Joyce said, start small and work your way to bigger yeses and nos, this is precisely how you do build new neural pathways, by taking action in the direction of your intention. So today we're talking about setting the intention to put your well-being and happiness first. To me, that's what saying yes to you really means, right? And, and these tips that Joyce just provided are priceless ways to start. This is exactly what you need to do to start this year off in the direction that you want, if you want, <laughs> right? <laughs> you really have to want to say yes to you <laughs> to do these things. Yep. But, you know, I remember when I first started working out, I got weird comments like, why are you doing that? And I, I talked about that a little bit already, but, you know, it, it was like silly things like, well, you're just going to make yourself even more tired by lifting all those weights. <laughs> I don't know. Just some of these stories make me laugh. Um, I, I just, the bottom line is I got a lot of resistance. And it sounds crazy that we get resistance from others when we're trying to do something healthy. But I think those of us that have ever tried to really make a change like that know that yeah. it is absolutely true. And it's because anytime we set out to change for the better, we disrupt our loved ones' lives because we're disrupting the predictability of our behavior. And that is what gives their brains solace, is knowing what our brains are going to dictate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so if we change, it throws off their world a little. But when we make a commitment to something that we know is a good and healthy thing, it doesn't matter because we know we're doing them a favor too, right? All of us sitting in this comfort zone mm -hmm. that's unhealthy is not good for any of us. So let me be the first domino to push us out of this comfort zone. 
If I had <laughs> caved to the naysayers over the years, and don't get me wrong, I had my share of going back to old bad habits along the way. This wasn't like, oh, I made a commitment, and then it was smooth sailing from there. But if I had not taken a stand 20 years ago when one of my diagnoses, the fibromyalgia one, by the way, came along, I know in my heart I would be phys- physically debilitated and drug dependent today. And drugs, by drugs, I don't mean like the cigarettes or the substance. I mean pharmaceutical drugs. I would be dependent on them. And the side effects would have just been catastrophic in other areas of my body. And so I am by no means perfect. I am immeasurably flawed. (laughs) And I've made innumerable mistakes and setbacks along the way. In fact, it took two more nasty diagnoses, breast cancer and psoriatic arthritis, to really push me over the edge into a wellness lifestyle. 20 years of that journey. There were just enough victories along the way to keep me going. You can absolutely have the life and the state of health and happiness that you want. So, you know, start with creating the vision for what you want to experience and feel. For me, it was I, I, I just wanted to feel really good. I wanted to see how strong I could be. That was literally my intention when I set out on this. I want to see, I know what it feels like to be weak. I want to know what it feels like to be strong. That's all I did was set that intention. And then commit to one new behavior or activity that will start you on the journey toward that. It's not, don't don't bite it all off at once. Just say one thing. And that goes back to what Joyce was saying. Do one thing for yourself. And it can start really easy. Do something you like, like she said, and then get the rest of your mind lined up by doing exactly the rest of what she was saying. Do something for yourself. Learn how to say no and ask for what you want. Three critical steps and you will get there. I promise you. So Joyce, give us some more. You always have these great lists. I love Mm -hmm. them. What are the incentives (laughs) for our listeners to really and firmly say yes to themselves? What are what are some more reasons? Well, a few are, you know, first, say yes more often because simply you deserve it. You really deserve everybody in the world. There's no one on the planet who doesn't deserve to have a better life and to be healthy. These are just basics. You deserve, you know, you deserve the vacation, the night out, the gift from a loved one, and even that promotion. When life offers you the best of what it has and it has a lot of that, allow yourself to say yes to it. If you're tuned in to know, you're going to get a lot of offers that you really don't want. But if you're tuned into yes, you're going to get some great stuff. So you may find yourself in a city you don't like or a job you have no passion for, or sitting between a rock and a hard place only because you thought it would be easier to just settle for it. Settling for less than what you deserve means depriving yourself of true happiness. Secondly, you know, a challenge might might be hard to say yes. It might be hard to say yes to. But you should remember the challenges make you. Your biggest challenge usually is just having the courage to say yes. And boy, I remember those first yeses. Thereafter, when you're already in it, it comes so much easier after you've said a few mm-hmm. yeses. Yes, that's what I want. Yes, I do want that life. Yes, I do want that relationship. Now, what I need to do to line it up. 
So don't let the fear of the unknown dictate how far you're going to go in this life. Every day requires courage, and every day that you make a positive decision to do what it is you want to do, happiness becomes more, much more of a natural state of existence. Sometimes saying yes is simply a leap of faith, just a leap of faith. You have no idea how this will ever work out, but you just have some faith that you're going to do it. If you truly feel that you want to you want to agree to do something, allow yourself to do it. Make the first move and watch as everything else that falls into place. It's better to live with a lesson than to live with a regret. So those are a few more, Jennifer. You know, yeah, I love it. I just I always love what what you bring to the table. And you know, so much of what you're saying is just another reminder of the power of the brain. You know, the brain tells us we should be fearful instead of faithful. And when our spirits and higher selves know better, we absolutely know better, but we cave to the power of that brain. And I'm sorry for this crass term, but we all need to start calling bullshit on our brains more often than not. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's yep. just, we do. <laughs> Get down what? into your gut. There's an incredible amount of neural activity in your gut that rivals that of your brain. There's just enormous amount of neural activity. But the difference is your gut won't lie to you like your brain does. Your brain will just constantly have those voices telling you all the things to be fearful for. But if there really is true danger present, your gut will tell you. You will feel like it's being kicked in. But if it's just your brain telling you to be fearful and it's an illusion or it's, you know, just because of an old memory or a belief that it's running on and it's telling you, oh, gosh, this is not safe, this is not safe, it's not safe, um, it may, you, you, you might get a little sweaty with anxiety. <laughs> you might get a little shaky. <laughs> but that's just because the neurological triggers – evoke biochemical responses. So you're going to have something that might be going on, further convincing you to retreat into fear instead of push forward into faith. But get to know your mind and body. Understand the differences. Understand the difference between the anxiety that your brain's conjuring up because it doesn't want you to take action when you really should and when there really is danger present and you feel it in your gut. Those are enormous differences. And we have to learn how to charge through the gates of the unknown which is a huge victory for our mind, body, and spirit. And, you know, if you fail, you didn't really fail anyway. When the outcome isn't what you actually want, it doesn't mean you weren't supposed to take that action. It simply means that there's a better outcome that's coming soon. You just had to push through first because it's not going to show up. The real answer won't show up if you don't show up. And the only way you can show up is to take that action. And, uh, you know, it's funny, all this talking about this, it reminds me of our dating lives in this house, or lack thereof, I should say. <laughs> my, you know, my kids are teenagers now, so they're interested in dating. I may have mentioned before that they keep wanting me to be a role model on this, but I haven't met anyone I want to date yet, so that's been a little challenging. <laughs> but then this past year, I can't believe I'm about to tell this story, but I'm going to tell the story anyway. The past year, I developed a crush on someone. Uh, yes, I said it, a crush. I don't think I've had one of these since the 80s, <laughs> but that's what it is. I can feel it. So I tell my kids about it. They think it's so funny. 
Anyway, it turns out I'm a terrible role model on this. I've had to really examine what I'm doing with this strange feeling towards someone I don't really know. But I did. I pushed through it. I took bold action, which was terrifying, I will tell you. I asked him to go to an event with me, but he was out of town. So I, I, but I figured I, I needed to practice what I preach. Even if he's the wrong guy, I can't just in here wondering. Suffice it to say, we are not dating. So one day my kids ask if anything has come of this crush and the offer. And in that moment, my ego got the best of me. Instead, <laughs> instead of simply acknowledging that he may very well not be interested in me, <laughs> which is completely within the realm of possibility, <laughs> I instinctively said and said, well, clearly he's chicken. <laughs> he's too afraid to ask me out. I mean, oh my God, how egoic is that? Anyway, the following week while I was grocery shopping, my son asks what chocolates would be nice to give as a gift. And of course, I'm raising my eyebrow at this, so I start to probe and come to find out he has a crush. And when I apparently called this other guy a chicken, my son realized that's what he was. So he decided to take mm. bold action and give this girl a box of chocolates. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know how that story ends. He he took them today, so it remains to be seen what comes of it. But I'm telling you this silly story because I guess the bottom line to today's message is say yes to what you want. Say no to what is getting in the way of that, even if it's in your own head. Take a leap of faith. Take one bold step in that direction, and eventually it will become easier to take one more and then one more, and then it will click. And even if you take, if you step back a few mm. times, don't worry. You're still way ahead of where you were. So before we wrap up, Joyce, do you have any final thoughts to add? No, I just I love I love your stories and I love your courage and um, I think we've presented some really great information here about saying yes and why it, you just have to if you want a different life. You just can't stay stuck and fearful. You have to put yourself out there, and sometimes sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, you know. It's like the first time you get up to speak. You're usually terrified, but you're gonna, you'll get better as you practice and, and have the courage to do it and develop a speech. Then one time you walk out there and people clap and you feel really good. And, you know, it's, that's the kind of things that give you courage. You know, I just everything that all the stuff we've talked about and both of our stories is just about having courage to break out of being small and not doing anything with our lives. Yes, so, and when you're making small decisions every day, to be conscious that this is the year to say yes to you. Just be conscious of that, and and I think that everyone will start making different decisions. Little decisions become big decisions. But it's the consciousness, I think, that we've really conjured up today about, you know what, don't get caught in that vicious cycle of just putting everyone else first. That that may have been your habit yep. for a lifetime. But this is the year to say yes to you. Right? Isn't that mm -hmm. our bottom line? It's our bottom line, and you have to do something. I think we talked about this last week. You have to put something on your calendar. You have to... Put something down. You have to have some intentions for yourself. You can't just, this is not going to happen magically. You have to set some, you have to have some expectations for what's going to happen this year. And you have to really watch yourself either make the changes or not make the changes. And, you know, take, take a look at that and evaluate yourself. Um, so I hope people will put some, you know, just put a few intentions together. Put, 
what you want for yourself for this year down from from listening to this and and really evaluate it yourself um, and regroup. If it's not working, if that's not the way, way to do it, then just regroup and do something different. That's right. Yes, and when the outcome isn't what you think it should be, cry, cry it out, beat a pillow, go, you know, throw darts at a dartboard, <laughs> do something to get the angst out and allow yourself mm-hmm. to feel disappointed and then know that something better is absolutely coming as long as you keep saying absolutely. yes to you. Yeah. Well, we hope you walk away today with great insight and tools to help you say yes to to starting today to do something different. So, you know, have a good week. Um, join us again next week for moving forward after heartache and trauma. We wish you the best and a life yes. filled with joy. Until next week. Yep. Be well, everyone. We'll see okay. you next week. Be well. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.